Welcome to God, Yay or Nay. I'm your host, Noor Kidwai. I'm here to find out how we grow, transform, and become our best selves. How we create meaning in our lives. Come join me on my journey. Welcome to another episode of God, Yay or Nay. This is your host, Noor Kidwai. Thanks for tuning in. My guest this week is Mikkel Biker. Mikkel is an expert in meditation, breath work, and yoga as well. We go into an amazing conversation on how to use these modalities to create transformation and healing in your life. It's such a fun conversation. He's joining us all the way from Portugal. He's an originally a Dutch dude, so we get a little European flavor on the podcast this week. Mikkel actually does a few different courses that he offers through his website and for our listeners he gave us a yay or nay promotional code to actually take one of his courses for free so if you vibe with this episode which i'm sure a lot of you guys will please check out one of his courses it's a really good uh, intro into breath work and meditation if uh, this is uh, things that you are interested in please like and subscribe to the podcast give it a good rating that always helps check us out on the Comedy Here Often podcast network as well. Guys, let's get into this week's episode. My guest this week, Mikkel Biker. Welcome to another episode of God, Yay, or Nay. I'm here with Mikkel Biker. Mikkel, thanks for joining me. Thanks. Thanks for having me, Nor. Very wonderful. Very wonderful. I'm, uh, I'm really excited to get you on. I've been uh, listening to your uh, YouTube channel and checking out uh, a lot of the stuff you do. Uh, you run a program called Yoga Lab and stuff. And honestly, you're pretty much into everything that I'm so interested in about helping people transform, heal, and uh, doing it through a few different m- modalities. Um, do you want to kind of maybe give a little understanding to my audience of kind of what you do? So yeah, it, um, some years ago I set up what is called uh, the Life Awareness Project or, or Yoga Lab, uh, LAP, and it's a, it's a project that is very much about uh, spreading different types of techniques to help one to, of course, live more healthy and more happy these things, but also to live more empowered and to uh, awaken basically your your human full potential right because we are both physically um, beings physical beings but also of course on a more uh, let's say a spiritual level and on a on a mind and emotional level we can also start to um, create a really beautiful life for ourselves and others of course if that is all rightly attuned and we have a beautiful creative force within the god-given beautiful power to manifest and to create but uh, many of us have forgotten that power and it's about uh, regaining that power connecting with that again to to make this life and this this world basically a more beautiful one right mm-hmm. and uh, that's actually one thing i like about your story because um, maybe I'll, we can get into that because you've had uh, a big car accident that kind of changed your life. And uh, to kind of come back from that and heal from that, you had to go and find that power, right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah, I, I had a big car accident when I was uh, 18 years old. And, and thank God, I was already very familiar with um, different mind training practices and uh, 
uh, yoga, these kind of things. But um, yeah, I had some injuries from which doctors said you probably won't heal. My right arm was paralyzed. Uh, my back, my spine was, was broken on, on two spots. And um, I had several other things. But um, yeah, like I mentioned, thank God I, I was really able with... Uh, the, the the power also of, of gratitude basically um that i felt like okay good this is something that is happening for me as a life experience now for my for my soul for my spirit i'm experiencing this and it can nurture me to become a more uh, let's say empowered more wise uh, being every experience in life we can transform in something good by doing that right and i um yeah through uh, doing different techniques of of course, qigong and yoga and breathwork, but also very much mentally, this state of gratitude, this state of like um, towards life, feeling like, thank you, God, that I'm experiencing this. May it transform me in something more beautiful, more good. And may I, of course, get healing also and already feeling gratefulness for the healing. And then stuff started to, to happen. And, and thank God now everything is, is good, full power and uh, living to tell another story and then share experience uh, with, with other human beings as well to sometimes get out of their suffering if they are in there. Mm -hmm. And I, I find that very mature that at 18, you can have that perspective to be like, hey, this is something that's happening to me and I should use this as a, situation to transform or change or mm -hmm. whatever you did and to have that kind of perspective and then search for some sort of gratefulness in that situation is extremely tough and uh, I just like uh, that's a uh, really impressive to have that at 18 that kind of uh, wisdom or insight um, so when you when people are going through these situations when it's a tough situation how do you let tell them to find gratefulness or find that different perspective in such a rough time, you know? Yeah. Well, it, it is important. Uh, and, and this is something that I also very much uh, experienced during that car accident. Um, even though my body was completely broken, so to say, I was mentally and spiritually, I, I still felt so connected already. I felt so much inner peace. I felt gratitude towards life, like wonderful. Thank you for this, that, uh, that I can still be alive, that I can still breathe. Uh, even if there is pain or malfunction, I'm still happy with however it, it came to me, however it is. And it's really hard for somebody maybe that has not have already cultivated that let's say in their lives mm -hmm. to then all of a sudden practice that like that you say oh just be grateful and they're like grateful whatever man i'm, I'm <laughs> uh, they, they even get more angry probably with with you and with the situation right so it is very much about um of course already preparing um uh, yourself for if things start will happen in your life like that you are mentally already feeling connected and prepared to uh, deal with those situations but if somebody is in that situation then what really helps of course is for instance through breath work or through meditation or through guided um, relaxation sessions that people start to step out a little bit of their um, body of their mind and to be able to observe their mind and body like, ah, okay, I'm having this experience now, but there is something, let's say deeper or something 
higher with which I am experiencing my body, with which I'm, in, I'm experiencing my um, emotions, my sadness, so that people feel like, ah, I have my uh, situation of life is now like this, and I am experiencing that now. So this is, of course, something really hard to do, but this is basically what meditation in a lot of ways also is. It's the ability to identify not so much anymore just with the physical body that you have, but you not completely are, not just identifying with your mind and emotions and that are saying it's nice or it's not nice, but to be able to identify with the observer within, with this, this consciousness within, basically. And this consciousness is always already in peace. There is always uh, love, uh, acceptance. That's the, that's the quality of consciousness, right? And that is inherent in all of us. But so it is the trick to learn to connect with that, let's say, the deeper consciousness that we all have within it, higher consciousness, being able to just observe, like, ah, it's life experience happening now. It's okay. It will always change. Uh, it, it's, it's always different. So that you stop comparing very much with, ah, uh, the situation should not be like this. It should be like this. And I should be healthy. And why am I like this? And this comparing mind which brings really duality in your life experience have learning to step out of the mind to transcend the mind basically through um, practices like meditation mm -hmm. and it's such a powerful practice and i like that when you separate yourself when you like actually uh, like kind of connect with that observing self the consciousness like you were saying when you do that you can kind of see how your mind are like for myself, I had a shoulder issue in this last year that caused me like a tremendous amount of pain. And uh, during some of those days, I was like, unfortunately, I just kind of surrendered to the pain or just kind of like, went with the pain and it controlled my life a little bit. But it was something like that. I had to kind of step back and like even have a little bit of separation from my pain and from the, my mind too. And I started noticing that my mind was generating a lot of that pain too, just from uh, just like, it was like almost a memory of the pain where my mind will be like, Oh, the pain's coming. And like, I'll, it'll amplify the pain even more. So I, I love that whole idea of like, you have to kind of step back. Right. That's a very powerful uh, experience that you, you, you had Nor, and, and also this is something that, it can be applied with the big things like a car accident or, or a shoulder injury, but also with the smaller things, right? As soon as we feel we have a little bit of a, of a tension about something or an irritation or a, a little pain or a frustration that we are able to apply this knowledge, this wisdom also in those situations, right? So that we stop um, living in a state of, of uh, let's say, duality, uh, and like you mentioned, your mind can create also so much pain by resisting the moment, but that you start to bring unity into your life. I feel like, ah, I'm feeling now a bit of frustration. Or, ah, I'm a human being. I feel pain or sadness. And then you become okay with the sadness. You become okay with the pain. You become okay with the, with the sometimes mental disturbances mm -hmm. and this opens you up to a whole new way of life uh, experiencing life mm -hmm. and it really comes down to an acceptance of like the moment or an acceptance of what's happening 
which I think uh, like I've been meditating for like a long time too. So it took me probably five to maybe even seven, eight years before even that idea like was able to infiltrate myself where I'm just like, hey, when something's going wrong, it's you need to just accept it and not resist it because you you learn that your mind like almost automatically wants to resist uh, anything that it perceives as negative, right? Exactly, exactly. And, and it, that keeps you in, in a struggle with life, whereas life should be a dance, right? It's, uh, it, it's, it's something, a lot of, so much of the pain comes from the mind, comes from resisting what is, what is, what is um, life is offering you, basically. And so much of the pain comes from then also creating the story around the pain why it's not fair or what you cannot do anymore or uh, how it should be or this or that and it creates so much of of the the pain so this whole idea of being able to eliminate suffering comes when we open up to the suffering a little bit right and then we understand that so much of the suffering comes from the resisting of, of the suffering and then we can also deal with the suffering that, that life has has to offer because part of life is suffering also there is pain there is death there is disease and all these things but as soon as we open up to all that that life experience it it's not really suffering anymore it's 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 nurturing almost your soul with life experience if you know what i mean mm -hmm. and i like how you said that it's to accept that life has suffering in it this is this is just a reality because i think that kind of goes against almost our culture our, like our consumerist materialistic culture which kind of you know that culture kind of tells you like, hey, we got a solution for everything. Any kind of ailment you have or anything, we'll make sure you're comfortable all the time. <laughs> and and like, so, you know, we kind of grow up like that. And a lot of us kind of think like, hey, I can be comfortable all the time. And a lot of our mindsets are like, oh, I'm going to work until I have so much money and I'm going to be comfortable all the time. And it's just like, that is just a reality that's not true. Like it's, yeah. it's not true. Like suffering, pain, uh, sadness, all these emotions are part of the human experience and they, they happen to us all the time and they come and it comes and goes. So it's more of an acceptance that this is what life is. And uh, to be, to gain a more of a resilience to be able to handle these things as they come, come to you. Right. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and I, it would be really wonderful to, to basically teach people the art of suffering from a young age already. Ha, ha, right? ha, yeah, <laughs> I don't know if that's we... a class I would want to take, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, not a class many would like to take, but otherwise life is going to give you the classes anyway. <laughs> then you find out when you're, uh, you're 60 or something. But yeah, that, 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 that's the thing, right? We, we, we teach in so many ways to try to avoid the suffering and the pain and like you mentioned sometimes we evolve our whole life and we build a whole life around um, avoiding any discomfort or any insecurity or any um, pain basically but it keeps sipping in somewhere through the back door it, it is suffering and we still don't know how to deal with this so learning or teaching also from a young age already 
to suffer in a way like ah, if there is there is pain if there is mental or physical pain how how can you deal with it how can you open yourself up to this so then we will also change our whole way of life we will change very much how we um where we put our life energy in so much because so many people put their life energy so much into finding that security everything that you you mentioned before and then they are uh, maybe 50 60 uh, midlife crisis maybe somewhere and then they think like hey what have, have i been spending all my time and all my life energy on and um uh, feeling that emptiness or sometimes people at their deathbed you know they be like oh shit i should have lived my life in such different ways um I missed out on the moment because I was trying to avoid so much uh, suffering and trying to find, um, yeah, satisfaction with things outside of myself to not feel an emptiness, which is actually space. An emptiness, which is actually space. I really like that. Um, and this is kind of part of your teaching, just like the, like going through your YouTube channel, I noticed like, you kind of tell people when you come back and connect to this like inner self a little bit more into the consciousness it it gives you a new direction in life a lot of time right and it um like how how would you explain it sometimes you would say like it maybe you'll find more authenticity maybe you'll find something more that you enjoy and you want to spend your life doing this and you might actually even start going after stuff that scares you or going after stuff that makes you insecure right yeah, yeah, absolutely. Every every human being has also uh, some kind of deeper desire in their life, a way that they would live if they would not be um, so much driven by their fears or their their um, ideas of how life should be or what other people told them how they should live. If they would live completely free, they would live maybe a whole different life, mm. and. Everybody has on a, on a deeper level, really a heart's desire or heart's path of, of ways of living. And this is very much also about all these uh, wonderful techniques that I can, can share in these courses is how do you connect back again and peel off those layers of maybe fear that you have about uh, uh, life or stuck emotions that really um, determine what you choose and how you live your life or maybe um, ideas that you have of how you should live how life should be how do you empty yourself from that and go back to almost a pure source of desiring to live and to create and to do something in this life mm-hmm that's beautiful. Um, can you maybe give my audience, because uh, I know like this is more of a, something you work with over time, but uh, can you give my audience a little idea of like how you'll help people kind of gain what their real desires are um, or understand what their real desires are, understand like, you know, because those are pieces of wisdom that are just like really, really nice to have for a person and it can change the whole course of your life. 
Absolutely, absolutely. And, and I've seen that happen so much with people doing these courses. They, they, they change the whole way they, they live and their habitual patterns and, and the direction of life. So it, I, I have, have like different courses, right? Some are much about really about breath work. And there's a big power in breath work to be able to clear out stuck emotions, clear out any, um, let's say, ideas that really block you from thinking freely and creating freely and to get back to this uh, source one for example is, is uh, called uh, the breath is life course uh, i would uh, highly recommend people doing that another course is also a seven days training program in which you create new habitual patterns and a lot of people are stuck in habitual patterns of living of course eh? eating maybe not so the good foods um, maybe um, having wrong let's say uh, habits that are not good for mind and body but how to create good habitual patterns and also in the way that you feel in the way that you think to the whole day through remind yourself like okay connect back to that center to that base do you feel very stressed out at the moment? Okay, how does that actually feel? Do you feel that maybe tension in the shoulders? Do you feel tension in the face? Do you feel blockage in the head? How does that feel? Can you, with just five calm breaths, relax that maybe a bit more? And mm -hmm. if you keep doing that for seven days long, the whole day through, you change the whole way your whole brain is wired. Your neural connections are made. Your um, nervous system is wired with the, the respiratory system, with the heart, etc. So you start to rewire your whole uh, being. And once you start to do that and you feel you have more energy, more focus, that's already such a great, great step to get again to that let's say that the source that pure uh, truth basically within you and start to live from there because like i mentioned so many people they just live life on an automatic pilot and they do a certain job because they are afraid to do something else or they do it just to get recognition from people or they do it just because they have been doing it for so many years mm -hmm. but they feel in the background something is not right I want to live my life in a different way. And it's about really starting to dare to listen to that voice within, start to uh, take the, all the other noise out that is in your life and dare to listen to the voice that, that can guide you in such a beautiful life. Mm -hmm. And I love that, uh, especially, I, I noticed how you were saying like, uh, and a lot of your work, you, you talk about paying attention to the tensions or feelings in your body because this is uh, such an important thing. And it took me doing breath work to like actually become a lot more aware of it. Like I've been meditating for probably 15 years now and um, I was never that aware of uh, the tensions or my body as much as until I started doing breath work where I started becoming very aware like, oh, like, I got tension here when I'm this kind of stressed or, Oh, I get these like feelings in my stomach or whatever it is. But yeah, that, uh, yeah, that is a really good thing to really uh, see because you start noticing how your body and mind and emotions are all pretty much like a uh, connect connected. Absolutely. And, like, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, no, it, 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 it's, and that's the wonderful thing as you have experienced yourself as well, they are all so, um, 
connected and then learning to use the breath because it's all connected to use the breath to influence all these other layers of your being with the breath influencing your state of mind and balancing out your state of mind or with the breath starting to um, unblock if there is if the heart if the emotions are stuck if you carry tension in you and the breath is like a tool you can apply in so many ways to heal to energize to harmonize all these different systems that we have in our body in our being Mm -hmm. so when you say a blockage um so when you're like in that like breath work or meditative state and you feel something so like would you call like some sort of tension like would you be like okay this seems like some sort of block and we're gonna try to breathe through it is that how you would look at it yeah basically so so what can happen as you have experienced maybe yourself as well when you're doing uh, breath work or meditation that you find all of the sudden you feel uh, a strong resistance for instance and instead of feeling the resistance and think oh it's not working i'm gonna get up i'm gonna stop breathing and do something else and eat the bar of chocolate whatever it is <laughs> that you normally do you break that pattern and you step into a different mode you go into an observer mode and you think ah there is tension now i feel a strong tension maybe here or feel the tension here whatever wherever it is on the body and you start to observe it without judging it without putting any stories about what happened five years ago when you had a snowboarding accident whatever it is but you just observe however it comes up and what starts to happen then is you notice there is an emotion behind it, a a mental uh, tension behind it. And you start to become aware of it. And sometimes it becomes a bit stronger. Sometimes you get a strong emotion that comes up or out and you get a, a release of this tension. So it's like you, you gave the opportunity to give, bring light on a, on an area of your being to, to bring awareness on an area of your, your body, of your emotional system. And you were able to bring it up to the surface and to just feel it, just experience it without any judgment, just feeling it like, ah, there is a bit of pain here or there. Ah, I just feel it. And by doing so, you start to almost like, like melting something that is frozen with the light of your awareness. You start to melt it out of your system. And one will feel really this, this, this relief, a bit more freedom after. Like, ah, there was some tension. And then you can just uh, live free from the relationship that you had with the tension of always wanting to resist it or change it or not feel it, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So it's about freeing freeing yourself uh, basically and the freeing is a good word because when you do these practices and you actually release tension you'll feel a lot lighter you'll feel a lot more open and uh, that that those are uh, those are states of mind or states of being that are a lot more uh, accepting for opportunities or just insights into just who you are and what you want kind of thing Absolutely. And, and the thing is also, maybe there was a blocked emotion of, of um, just a sense of fear, fear of being alone, whatever. Hey, you, anyone can fill in the blanks. There's many different uh, emotions and feeling that can be stuck. But for a moment, 
um, just feeling the fear and becoming where like it's okay to feel the fear. And it's like that it starts to melt because in normal life, maybe that fear is always a bit there, but in the background and people feel that fear, but as soon as they feel it, they feel like, oh, I don't want to feel it. I have to do something. And maybe it, it turns into a certain addiction towards e overeating or towards um, uh, pornography or towards uh, whatever it is. Um, and being able to break free from that habitual pattern of feeling a certain discomfort, doing something to distract yourself and then feeling an emptiness. And then you repeat that process again and again. So by being able to feel it, you, you become master instead of a slave, basically. Mm -hmm. I really like that. And um, you're right. Like we run away from that feeling a lot of times. And when, so like when you start, noticing these feelings so like how you were saying it might be a fear and uh a lot of times like a lot of times you'll notice that like let's say a fear of being lonely like you just said a lot of times it's like something that it's almost irrational and sometimes you just have to kind of give yourself a little self-love and just be like hey it's okay to be you know, sometimes I'm alone and I'm fine being alone. I love it. And like, uh, and I'm yeah. also, I'll eventually find people to be with as well. And like you cause sometimes it's just like, you need to just give your mind or your subconscious, like a little bit of self-love. And like, if you have those kind of fears, like whatever it is, you need to kind of maybe give it like a little bit of the opposite. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and like I mentioned before, the, the, the quality that is inherent in everyone of consciousness is, um, and I don't want to start sounding a bit uh, too too much spiritual, uh, <laughs> but it, it, it's 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 that that's that sense of space, the, the the quality of real acceptance, of real love, of real peace that is inherent in all of us because that's the quality of consciousness. So as soon as you give that fear or that sense of loneliness or that sense of, of, of really sadness because you were hurt uh, some years ago, whatever it is, as soon as you start to give that the space, you are able to identify not so much with the emotion that you normally would think, oh, I'm getting, I'm getting really sad or I'm getting really anxious now, I have to change, but you become aware more of the, 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 the consciousness, the space that you give it, like, ah, there is fear now in my life experience in this moment. That's all right. But you become kind, open, friendly towards the life experience. And this is such a healing process. Mm, that is, uh, yeah. And uh, yeah, so you become, become that kind, uh, that friendly. I like that, uh, like your experience. It's, uh, it is like a very light way to live. I love, uh, I am, it is like you want to kind of like develop a little bit of just like a kind of happiness of like what life is. And uh, yeah, I love that. Um, Absolutely. And one, more, one more thing about this. Uh, uh, sorry, Noor, but in, in meditation, it is also so important to do because uh, sometimes people can practice meditation and they think, okay, I should pay attention to my breath or I should <laughs> yeah. relax or I yeah, should really do serious. <laughs> Very serious. And uh, I had a wonderful teacher, a wonderful guru. He, he always said that uh, seriousness is a disease. <laughs> because then you just bring more uh, tension. The ability to really 
like like take that quality of that consciousness within the quality of friendliness just a friendly breath not trying to control so much your emotion but just that friendliness like it's okay it's okay it's life happening and the more you practice that um the more this you become that that kindness that acceptance that friendliness and it goes into your whole uh, your whole being basically yeah and like that's a, such a perfect point because that goes against all of what meditation is if you're just going to be sitting there like oh i'm not meditating good enough <laughs> <laughs> you know it's just like that whole that it just completely defeats the purpose and uh, that yeah. in itself is like just a mental um resistance because it's your it's your mind kind of going like i need to be great and i need to be this and why aren't i like that and you're comparing that's like what the mind does it always compares itself to something that yeah. like that it's just not realistic or it's just not real at the moment and it's uh, against the whole process of uh what meditation is and you want to yeah i like absolutely. that um okay let's uh i want to talk a little bit about breath work it, it is something that's so life-changing and uh, on this podcast i try to get my audience i really try to influence them to try different types of it um I'm trying to, I want to know um, how many types of like, are like not how many, but like, are you, do you do different types of breath work? And I, and uh, just for people to know, like what different types of breath work, how do they influence your body? I, I'm really, I really love the whole idea that your breath can do so much to influence your body. Yeah. So um, I, I, I teach mainly uh, the, the, the pranayama yogic breathwork uh, techniques and there's many types of breathwork nowadays also with very strong hyperventilation methods uh, holotropic breathing and all these things which are also very powerful very wonderful um, but uh, I, I believe very much um, it has to go both you have to do strong breathing techniques first to unblock to open up the physical system but then very important also to do the slower breathing techniques and i'll explain a bit why so like i mentioned before with the different types of breathing um, you can influence your state of body your nervous system in different ways if you do really strong deep breathing wim Hof breathing holotropic breathing however one wants to call this it is um, very much activating your uh, sympathetic nervous system. This this fight or flight mode, this activating mode of the body. The types of hormones that are being secreted, like adrenaline, those kind of things. Um, it really activates everything. It raises the heart rate, blood pressure goes up. Whereas the slower breathing techniques, the very calm, which is called hypoventilation, the slower breathing techniques, they um, calm everything down. They activate your parasympathetic nervous system, which is about rest and digest, basically, right? So the stronger breathing techniques make you go really into your, let's say, your, your physical body. You start to feel strong sensations, maybe tingling if you do it for a very long time. You start to really unblock emotions. Maybe you start to feel certain strong emotions like uh, uh, laughing or crying or things like this. And like I mentioned before, if it activates everything. So if one has their eyes closed when doing it, you notice, and this is good if you're already very advanced in these types of practices, become really aware of what is happening 
uh, within you mm -hmm. so that you start to feel like okay what is happening in my energetic system so to say so you close your eyes and you see maybe ah i feel i notice i see a lot of colors or maybe you notice like ah i have a lot of thoughts happening now it's like a river that is really strongly flowing like a waterfall that is mm -hmm. really strongly flowing right so therefore it's really important to also calm everything down and that's done with the slow slow breathing techniques and whether that is alternate nostril breathing or whether that is very gentle slow ujjayi breathing or um, slowing down the breath that you just breathe once a, a minute once a minute wow <laughs> yeah it, it, it's a wonderful technique that you 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 have the different ratios which is called vritti pranayama the ratio of, for instance, six seconds in, hold for two seconds, four seconds out. But then okay. you extend the ratio so much that you breathe in for 20 seconds, you hold for 10 seconds, and you breathe out for 30 seconds. And you need to practice this a lot because if you if it's really done with tension, it's no good. Yeah, you yeah. Be doing it in the next but this really smooths out. It, it really balances the mind. And then all of a sudden, you go on a much more subtle level of your being, not so much the gross body, but you become really into a deep meditative state. The mind becomes very calm. There's no more turbulence in the mind. And then you go into a deep meditative uh, state. So like I mentioned before, if, if for those of you who are already practicing a lot of breath work, just see what happens if you do a, a round of really strong breathing and you close your eyes and you bring your attention inward. Is there a lot of movement in the eyes, a lot of mind stuff happening, maybe even seeing some colors or visualizations, a lot of tingling sensations. And what happens if you do very slow, calm breathing techniques as well? What happens then within? And this is called in yoga, pratyahara, the ability to bring the awareness inward and to feel like, ah, what is happening now within my um, my, my, let's say, inner being, your, your energetic uh, being within. Because every firing of the neuron, every sensation, every feeling is a flow of energy, right? It's, it's electric energy, of course, in the neurons, in the nervous system, but also on a subtle level, it's prana, it's life energy, and learning to work with that. That's beautiful. I, I really like that. And you know, it's kind of funny how you were saying that uh, with, with breath work for myself, I'm mostly just into a lot of the stronger breath works. So like I've been doing that for a few years now. And uh, yeah, it's really good. And like, just in the last few weeks is when I started. And I don't know, it almost just came naturally to me where I just started doing the really slow breath work. And uh, I started doing kind of like a box breathing. And um uh, which is like you were saying, like six seconds, two seconds. The one I was just doing was four, 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 four. And uh, yeah, like the slowing down was, uh, I started noticing how it like really just calms the mind so much. And uh, I, I started actually doing that before. I'm a comedian. So before I go up on stage, I would start doing the box breather that just like really just calmed me down and put me in the moment. And, uh, and it really, yeah, Beautiful. it really allowed me just to like, uh, yeah, just to perform from just my presence, like just be like be there and perform from there because I have a 
tendency to sometimes go in my head and I'm sometimes thinking of the next joke I'm going to say before while I'm performing <laughs> a joke and uh it it then the joke doesn't hit as hard because it's just like you don't have that connection of just being present yeah 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 and how how did it influence your your meditations uh like I I really think it just um it, it calms the mind like you were saying like a slow breath really calms the mind and it just puts you into that meditative state and that calm state so much quicker and uh and like yeah honestly i just uh it's a very pleasant state to just like kind of sit in and um the one thing i've also noticed how you were talking about is like have that friendly attitude towards yourself um when i did slow down my breathing a lot more uh it's a lot easier to cultivate that attitude to just be like cuz when you're in that calm mind state it's a lot easier to just be like you know like i i love my life i'm grateful and um you know i'm happy and like it's just nice to be in this state and it was it made it a lot easier to do that yeah wonderful yeah the the there is a great power like i mentioned in in the strong breath work uh, however it it can almost turn one into a a sensation uh, junkie <laughs> that oh, you okay. want strong sensations uh, if you do really strong breath work you feel like the tingling the out of body experience the the, the strong strong um uh, yeah the, the the endorphins that are being released that strong kind of high and natural high and um it can make one a bit less sensitive for the the stillness because as soon as there are no strong sensations and no strong um maybe like i said the visualizations or feeling a bit out uh, spaced out then you feel like ah nothing is happening this is boring uh, it's it's over whereas as you uh, you've been meditating for a long time in that stillness is actually where the medit the true meditation is found not in the busyness of sensations and feeling all sorts of sensations and spacing out a bit, but in that real stillness as soon as everything becomes still. And it feels for some like first like boring because they need stimulants, they need sensations. But if you get more trained in this, you feel like, ah, in that stillness is the, 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 the peace. That's when the awareness can go really like deep within. You follow a bit what I'm, I'm trying oh, to uh, uh, say here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, Wonderful. Uh, no, man, and uh, thanks for explaining that. And uh, just for my interest in breath work, I really uh, appreciated how you explained that because you did it very well. Um, also, so Qigong, I'm, uh, I, I don't know much about this and I'm not sure how much of my audience does. So can you give us a little intro into that? Uh, just because it is something that sounds very interesting. Yeah, so... Uh, Qigong is, is a wonderful practice of breath work, a movement, mostly movement also, and meditation. It, it's a bit like yoga, um, but then um, originated in, in China. And it is um, very much about slow and gentle movements, but slow, gentle movements with just a light bit of opening up and slow movement. And because you move so slow and with full awareness and with very calm breathing, it becomes like a meditation in itself, a meditative movement. Hmm. And Qi 
is what is referred to, uh, for instance, in, in yoga as prana or, or the life force, the chi, the life energy. It's learning to work with this life energy, so to say. So by doing certain movements, you start to open up all these energy channels in the body. And of course, also with the nervous system and the blood flow, everything that flows, you start to open up. And then it's also about after that, that you go into uh, uh, like breathing practices in which you can feel like you bring life energy, prana, chi into the body. You breathe it and you expand it out into every cell. You expand it out. And like that, and I've, I've done this wonderful practice for years and years. And even if it's very subtle, very slow, you get really energized from it. You get really strong from it. Physically, you get super healthy from it. So for a lot of people who see it or just start it, they think like, ah, it's too slow or ah, you don't feel it burning your muscles or a stretch or this or that. But if you do it a couple of times, people will know that, ah, wow, there is a great uh, power in, in the subtleness of this, this practice. Mm -hmm. And I always notice when people do Qigong, like I sometimes see them in the parks and stuff, it's always in the morning. Is there a reason for that? Well, it's, of course, a great way to start the day, <laughs> first of all. But as, as in yoga practice as well, it's also recommended to, uh, if you can, to, to do it mostly in, in the morning. It's in the morning, there is this, this uh, fresh, new energy in your body it's also the moment when the mind it has been really resting for hours in a row so it's easy to focus it's easy to go into a more meditative state you have not done any work yet any other things that you can be distracted be distracted from so that's when you can do it with full focus and it's of course a wonderful way to open up the body to prepare the body to uh, and the mind for that matter uh, to work and to to do your day to go through the rest of your day so it is said that in the morning there is uh, the the air is filled with more energy with more uh, chi with more prana for that matter it, it releases more prana in the body um, this is something I, maybe it's a theory maybe not <laughs> i don't know but i i do notice if you practice these things before you do all the other things in your life you you can do it with a lot more focus a lot more attention and it does really do something more with you mm -hmm. um do you have a like a consistent morning routine i do have a have a morning routine which is um usually now eh, because i have two uh, wonderful uh, younger children and uh, they need a lot of attention in the morning <laughs> as well but before they wake up i just do a bit of uh, what's called uh, uh, a little five or ten minute opening up little warm-up and uh, if i have more time i do some uh, yoga or qigong as well and then i do some breath work but very short amounts of strong breathing and longer amounts of slow breathing so just like two rounds of uh, nine breaths of doing like this breathing what's called spinal breathing it's in uh, my courses as well and then i take a moment to breathe very slowly and then i just sit and meditate mm -hmm. and in that meditation is like you're creating a kind of uh, you, you know these these um, oxygen chambers in which they say if you go in there you you really heal 
And it's almost like you do that in those meditative states that you just sit for a moment in a space, in a presence of, of life, of, of, of consciousness of God. And you just sit there and you feel like, ah, you're feeling healing happening. You're feeling energization happening, uh, balancing happening. Everything wonderful is happening. Yeah, that's, uh, that's really beautiful. Um, okay, Bakel, this was amazing. Uh, thank you so much. I got one more question. It's the name of the podcast. So I'll ask you that. So Bakel, God yay or nay? Yay. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, of course, a very difficult question because then people will say, no, it's uh, Allah or no, it's, uh, it's another name for God or it's this or it's that. But I very much believe in, in the, 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 the source of, of, of life, of creation, of everything. And that we live in this intelligence. There is an intelligence in so many things around us. And there's this living intelligence, what we are part of and which is part of us. Like we are cells in a big body and we can make connection with that intelligence and start flowing with, uh, with that in creation. And uh, so uh, God, uh, yay. But uh, if somebody wants to go God a different name or a different name, also fine. I would, I would agree with that as well. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Awesome. Uh, thank you so much, Mikhail. This was uh, this was such a wonderful conversation. I uh, really learned a lot, and I'm sure my audience did as well. Um, uh, where can they get a hold of you? Uh, anything you want to just kind of promote or let them know about, uh, please uh, let them know now. Wonderful. Yes. Yeah, so I would highly recommend uh, doing one of my courses, especially if, to start off with is the seven days essentials course in which you learn stuff about uh, meditating and creating a good a daily routine for yourself about breath work and uh, you find it on yoga lab with a p yogalab.com and uh, it's called the essential scores and if you want to learn deeper about the breathing practices that i talked about and learning both the strong and the subtle breathing techniques and how they work it's uh, the breath is life course you can find it all on that uh, website and uh, on instagram uh, michael biker uh, you can also find uh, some stuff sometimes uh, that uh, my wonderful um, assistant puts a lot of uh, things on there as well. So that's, that's very wonderful. That's, uh, that's amazing. All right, man. Uh, I'll uh, put that in the description of the podcast so people can uh, check it out easily. And uh, honestly, uh, Mikel, this was amazing. So uh, thank you for everything you do. And uh, uh, hopefully we can do this again in the future. Wonderful, Noor. Absolutely. Uh, thanks a lot for, for having me. Good vibes, peace and love. And uh, I hope uh, you uh, have a, live a beautiful life and inspire many more people. All right. That was another episode. Thanks for listening, everybody. Please like and subscribe to the podcast. Give it a good rating. That always helps. And share it with like-minded people. I really do appreciate that. You can check me out at NoorKidY on Instagram. Or check out my website, newerkidwide.com. You can see my comedy. You can see my comedy dates that are coming up and all that other information. We're part of the comedy here often, Podcast Network on 604 Records. But I'll see you next time on another episode of God Yay or Nay.